Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. Nebraska Basketball Hall of Famer and nine-year NBA vet, Eric Strickland. Strickland for three! And you're going to go out of here as the Big Eight tournament champion. Middle school basketball coaching legend and Duke basketball shooting coach in his mind, Austin Orman. Coming at you live from the heart of Lincoln, America, on air and online at theticketfm.com. Brought to you by Mary Ellen's Food for the Soul. This is On the Block with Stricken Austin. That's right. Getting back after it here on a Monday game week. Game week. Officially there. We got today, we got Tuesday, we got Wednesday, and we will have our show on Thursday. We will be the last thing you hear before our pregame coverage. Two to four on the block, four to seven pregame coverage from Warhorse before Nebraska and Minnesota on Thursday. I'm Austin Norman. He is Eric Strickland back from handling business. It was great. Taken care of? Yeah, it was great. It was great. Uh, We'll have some news probably soon coming as to uh, what the prospects is going to be here in Nebraska. We're going to be bringing something that will be an absolute blessing. I think to the community in in some forms in in the way that it's done, I'll probably have them uh, come on the show as well. I mean, it, it's going to be a great great opportunity. It's in the health and health and wellness and the health, you know, um, in the medical field. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's it's going to be beautiful, man. I'm looking forward to it. As as, as well, I'm looking forward to this week, uh, Huskers. I'm really. Mm-hmm. It's been so quiet. You know, the camp has been quiet. You know, yes, you have the the press conferences and you get to hear it, but you really don't don't know like mm-hmm. they can give you what they want to give you but do you really know until we, they they set foot on the uh the field uh come Thursday and so it's going to be exciting man I am I'm I'm all I'm wired up I'm ready for them to go you'll finally have something to compare their words against yeah the product on the field versus what it is they're saying we got to shout out Mary Ellen's food for the soul big thanks to Charles and his crew for sponsoring our show again two to four weekdays here on 93.7 the ticket they open up again on Wednesday so you can get a good pregame meal if that's your good luck charm. Go get it Thursday. Win or lose on Friday, Mary Ellen's is the place to go. If they win, it's a perfect celebratory meal. If they lose, eat your sorrows away. Mary Ellen's food for the soul. Go get it. Go get it. Let's get into it. Let's do it. So this came to me a little bit strict. Just thinking about how confident I am in different aspects of Nebraska football, especially against Minnesota. We'll mm-hmm. get to that next segment, but we're going to start it with some more some more general college football questions, um, some less specific to Nebraska ones. All of these on a scale of 1 to 10. Text line, comment section as well. Chime in, 402-464-5685 if you have thoughts. Um, Let's just start here in the Big Ten. On a scale of 1 to 10, how confident are you that Michigan wins the Big Ten this year? I'm going to say 7. Wow, okay. 10 being best, right? Yes. I'm going to say 7. And and the reason I'm going to say 7 is... There's 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 some things you know about Edwards. There's the things you know about Corum, um, McCarthy. We just still want to. I want to see a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I, I I know it's he's getting his full opportunity now to to lead the squad, 
from you know the onset until the end uh but that's where a little bit of my hesitation not only because of the him but also because of you know one of the best receivers in the country is there at Ohio State. Mm-hmm. We just still don't know the uncertainty of that situation. That's why I move more up the spectrum of the 10. Then we look at Penn State. And I think Penn State, I, I would think, I believe that Penn State probably has a better shot to upset Michigan than actually Ohio State does. Hmm. And I, I'm just going to stand on that mm-hmm. um, for reasons that I really think that I think this is Penn State's time. I think they've been tired kind of waiting in the water a little bit, just kind of mm-hmm. waiting for the wave to come like a surfer would do, right? <laughs> just laying think, on the think, board. Yeah, just they're laying down. there, and, and then the waves aren't really coming. But they're you know they're there, but they're just not – you're not catching the ones, the ones down the down the way, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> down the beach, right. <laughs> the south shore. They're hitting all the waves, and you're over there stuck, and you can't get one. So I think I think that's Penn State's play is, mm-hmm. is they have a better chance. I think their defense is better, I think – uh, finally getting over the Clifford situation and getting over to Aller and mm-hmm. letting him now take over, I think they're going to be all right. Scale of 1 to 10, confidence that the Big Ten champion is undefeated this year? Five. Five. I think I think the two best are, are going to get beat, but they're still going to be in contention in place because I, I still believe in the Big Ten. I still believe in the strength of the Big Ten. I think that they're – uh, still strong enough to uh, uh, get a little bit, and this is why I think my, the other question may be answered. Uh huh. That other question is: How confident are you? Scale of one to ten, the Big Ten gets two playoff teams this year. I say on a scale of one to ten, I'm going to say six. Ooh, okay. I'm going to say more six, and 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 I'm going to say six because I think if Penn State does upset one of them I think they've got a chance to run chance to run the gamut mm-hmm. I think that's where one of their main uh obstacles is going to be and if they can do it I think you know being where they sit right now I think they're what seven they're like right mm-hmm. around seven yeah they're in top ten yeah so mm-hmm. I figure if they if they if they're able to clip one of them and obviously one of them's going to go and then the mm-hmm. other one's going to sit and wait right this is where I think that's where one of those teams win uh, went out ultimately. So in that case, do you think uh, most likely? Again, we don't know how Georgia season's going to look. LSU, Florida State, Clemson, Alabama, USC. So you think it's a potential for uh, SEC to get three? No, I don't. I'm just saying those oh, are teams just, that I'm are just, in the I'm conversation. I'm just throwing it out there. No, 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 no. Okay, not yet. All right. Do you think it's more likely the Big Ten gets the number one overall seed and then the four seed that sneaks in, or the Big Ten gets the two and the three? Yeah, I'm. I'm thinking it may be a sneak in. Mm. Now, so so for me. Here's what's crazy. It's very possible that this can be a prelude or a preview unto why the expansion and unto why the super conferences could be trouble. Mm -hmm. Because if if this happens, if this scenario happens where two Big Ten and two SEC schools get in, there's going to be a lot of – a lot of people heated about that, right? This is where that discussion is going to start mm-hmm. to build up. This is when people are going to start talking about next year. And to me, I'm not a conspiracy theorist, <laughs> but I am one to think on theories. I just mm-hmm. throw stuff out there and let them see where they stick on the wall. I think that's a possibility, though. And if it does, now, who out of the Big 12, right? There are teams in the Big 12 right now that are going to be trying to make a statement. 
Mm-hmm. One, the exit teams, mm-hmm. which the, the teams that are exiting, let me yep. say that, there's no exit <laughs> Um The teams that are exiting where you got Oklahoma and, um, Texas. and Texas. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma's trying to change the narrative on the, on the, on, on, with Venables being a defensive coach mm-hmm. in the direction of that program. Yours is trying to make a statement because I think he wants to exit and get into the bidding with that huge quarterback uh, yep. grouping that's going to be mm-hmm. coming out. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So those teams are going to be trying to make a statement in the Big 12. Mm-hmm. I think if it comes out, it's going to be somebody from the Big 12, one, or unless – I don't even think it's going to be Clemson. Look out to the ACC. I think Florida State might do some damage. Okay. I'm just going to throw it out there. I don't, you know, I could be wrong, to but I'm just going to throw it out there. To play off what you're saying, um, scale of 1 to 10, confidence that Clemson or Florida State wins the ACC pretty high? Yeah. 10. 10? 10. Okay. Tying that all in, the way you get two Big Ten and two SEC teams in the four-team playoff is if it's like Georgia LSU or Georgia Bama, and then you have the East winner and the East runner-up, all with one loss. That would also mean Florida State wins the ACC at ten and two, Clemson wins it at ten and two, USC, Oregon, Washington win the Pac-12 at ten and two. I don't know if eleven and one gets them in. I don't think so either. Maybe USC, depending on who that loss is. Mm-hmm. I really think the ACC champ and the Pac-12 champ basically have to plan on going undefeated. Dang, you're undefeated in, in, in the conference, definitely. Mm-hmm. You know, or I think they can go – they have to go undefeated in conference and have to lose a big one. like A big one in a close way. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, for example um, – like just, let's just give an example of, of like um, – a, a, a matchup. Like, like what if what if LSU beats Florida State, but Florida State runs the table from there? You, you see what I'm saying? Something like that. Something like that. Yeah, it's it's got to be something on that level. If it's not, I don't think it happens. Anything less than that, I don't think. Anything less than winning the conference mm-hmm. and the if they have a, um, a championship game, I don't think it gets there. On the Big Twelve, this is what I'm curious about your take in. Everybody in the pack or. Scale of 1 to 10 confidence, how confident are you that everybody in the Big 12 loses at least two conference games? Last year, TCU ran the table in the regular season. I don't think they that didn't. happens this year. Right. I'm with you. Does someone go 9-1 and one in, or 8-1 and one in conference? Here's, here's what I will say. I think the team, for me, that has a chance is possibly K-State. Okay. Mm-hmm. Of going that, that one loss potential. Definitely, I think they could probably they could probably go with the two loss, but I think I think K State has a shot at it. I don't think there's anyone out of the Big Twelve that loses fewer than two games. Yeah, I think that conference is just going to cannibalize itself. Kansas State is probably the best team in the conference right now. I don't think they're unbeatable. No. I think everyone in the Big Twelve is good enough to spring up and get them. No doubt. Texas has to prove it. Oklahoma has to prove it. Oklahoma State, we'll see. Texas Tech hasn't been there. 
Baylor's got to bounce back. Houston doesn't scare me. Mm-hmm. Everyone in the Big 12 is going to have two losses, and that means no playoff for them. Yeah, exactly. So who, who? To, this question is to you. Who out of the Big 12 needs to make the biggest impact between the, the exit teams that are leaving? Texas is getting more hype. Oklahoma is kind of back half of the top 25 receiving votes right now. Texas is preseason top 15. It's got to be Texas. They have viewers. They have, what, your three of Sark, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, got to find. No B. John Robinson, I was just going to say, got to find a running game replacement. Got to find it. And the defense has to show up in big moments. Texas has been let down by both the offense and the defense at yeah. inopportune times. So, to me, Texas has the best chance just because they're starting the season ranked higher. They'll need Florida State and Clemson to lose. They'll need Penn State to fall back to the pack a little bit. The other one I have for you, another team that – I think we're sleeping on to some degree, but for a good reason, is Alabama. 1-10 to confidence level that Alabama wins 10 games this year. Losing Bryce Young, man, just makes it... Because I've seen those Alabama teams Mm -hmm. when they lose... Uh, A.J. McCarron or, you know, and not that they're... To me, A.J. McCarron was Stetson Bennett. You know, I I mean, solid, but... Was it going to do nothing like crazy and, you know, flashy and just gets the job done, right? Mm-hmm. But gosh darn it, I don't know. I, you say 10 wins? 10 wins. I think just – I Regular actually – I think the will of the program this year helps them to skate. Mm. So I'm going to throw it out there and say, yeah. I, there's just – I think – I think say – like, like – there's there's an article out right now, um, and Saban talks about basically whipping people in the shape to make them want to quit. Right, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Putting them in a place, and the only other time that I seen that happen, and then that was when I was watching the LA, I mean the uh, Florida uh, Netflix uh, mm-hmm. documentary, mm-hmm. where um, um, Urban Urban Meyer. Gosh darn it. I hate when my mind does that. <laughs> I got you. Urban Meyer comes in and he basically I mean you you're looking at them filming him and they're throwing up. And they're competing against each other. And they're doing these competition drills that are that are actually they're really good because they're they're not gonna really try to hurt you, but they make you have to like press for it. And them guys were throwing up and sick. <laughs> And look like they were about to pass out and all of that, right? Sometimes it takes that to whip you back into shape because you can get complacent. And you saw that's what happened with Urban Meyer. And then right. when they after they won it, mm-hmm. you know, they like just loose here, goosey, we made it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I think Saban's kind of dealing with some of that. I mean, he's had a way to kind of mitigate it a little bit to cover it. I think he's dealing with that, and I think he's re you know retooling them to to get back to to focus. The scary thing is that Alabama's the hunter, not the hunted yes. anymore. And they've had a couple years to get used to that. With yeah. Georgia being on top, LSU won that division last year. Helping Alabama's case, they get Texas at home. They get Ole Miss at home. They get Tennessee at home. They get LSU at home. Do you have to go to Auburn? We'll see how, how Auburn is with uh, Peyton Thorne. They're, they're, but they're their sneaky. four toughest games are all at home. Yeah. That helps. Yes. Yes. It's going to be... I mean, the confidence levels are going to go up tremendously when you're when you're when you're talking about playing at home. Yes, there there can be disadvantages to play it at home. Some of it sometimes it's pressure, mm-hmm. uh, but I think the comfort 
for a retooling team mm-hmm. is is always better to be sleep in your bed and get your routine. Road routines are are cool, but listen, I just got back from a trip. I want to sleep in my bed tonight. Like mm-hmm. the hotels are cool and fine <laughs> and dandy, but gosh darn it, there's nothing more comforting than to return home or to be at home when it's time to uh, you know, face some of your toughest uh opponents. This is why home court advantage I think is 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 good in playoffs and stuff like that because mm-hmm. you're just able to get into a good routine. 402-464-5685, the numbers that you need to know to the Sarder Heyman text line and Honda of Lincoln Hotline. That's a good overview of college football. I'm Austin Norman. He's Eric Strickland. But Sarder Heyman text line, we want your input next segment specifically. We're going to do the same 1-10 to 10 scale, but with some Husker questions this time on the offense, on the defense, on topics against Minnesota. So get ready to tell us just how confident you are in our questions about Nebraska football. We'll give you those questions. Get to your answers next. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.